listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16. The official beer of the Swift Current Broncos is Ryan Schweitzer and Craig Boschman. Welcome to another edition of Broncos This Week, brought to you by Original 16. I'm Ryan Schweitzer. He's Craig Boschman. Busy day yesterday, uh, WHL Bantam Draft, and we will talk a lot about that on this week's edition of Broncos This Week. But uh, some breaking news to kick off the podcast with today. Yeah, just this morning, saw the tweet uh, from the University of Saskatchewan Huskies uh, men's hockey program. Broncos captain Jackson Koleski will play there next season, so major congratulations to Jackson and uh, his family. Uh, staying in Saskatchewan and uh, his dad Jared can still come to a lot of games because they're not that far from Lloyd Minster and uh, Jared sure made the trip down here a whole lot this season. Yeah stop on through Swifty on the way there if it's uh, convenient to do so happy to catch up with him so congratulations to our captain Jackson Koleski onward and upward with uh, his hockey career and big day yesterday with uh, the WHL Bantam draft Uh, I know that you've bounce some texts back and forth with uh, with coach Dean Brogman who will join us on Broncos this week what's the feeling after yesterday yeah I think they're really excited um, you know every every team's draft list is different but uh, by the sounds of it they were you know ecstatic with every single player that they were able to get uh, at their respective uh, spots in the draft so um, you know obviously the, the big key is is you know drafting kids who who want to be a part of your program and I was able to chat with uh, six of the 11 picks yesterday and uh, every single one of them had no reservations whatsoever about playing uh, in the Western League and, and being a Swift Current Bronco. So that's that's huge news for the organization. Um, just got to put pen to paper and uh, hope to see a lot of these kids uh, in a Broncos jersey in the near future. Yeah, very much looking forward to seeing them, uh, hopefully, this August at uh, training camp. But uh, we did have a chance to chat with uh, Brady Burney yesterday. Well, you talked to Brady Burney. Uh, that was posted on our social media. We will have that chat as well on the Broncos This Week podcast. As well, we'll have our uh, second-round selection, Rylan Gould. Yeah, he was super excited. Uh, one of those guys who was the captain of his team, uh, you know, a, a leader at the Bantam level, and I'm sure he'll have uh, no issues being a bit of a leader at the at the U18 level next season too. But uh, he was uh, he he was maybe the most excited guy that I talked to uh, yesterday, and uh, a guy who put up huge numbers. I think he finished fourth in the in the Manitoba Bantam League in scoring. So uh, a guy who's a, who's a leader and a, a top end scorer to get him at 42nd overall sounds like a pretty great pick, a great pick. Right on. So we'll have that chat coming up in just a little bit on Broncos this week. We'll also talk to head coach and director of hockey operations, Dean Brockman. Uh, Something happening right now on the Swift Current Bronco website that uh, we want everyone to be aware of. There's a jersey auction. The Broncos are uh, auctioning off via the CHL auction site, some of our special edition third jerseys. And uh, in doing so, uh, raising money to give a a good proper thank you to some local healthcare workers. Yeah, I mean, they're they're the people who are kind of keeping the world going around uh, right right now. So um, just something that the the organization can do to kind of show our appreciation and for them so there's uh, three jerseys, uh, some some jerseys up on the auction site right now. We've got the you know the suits up for organ donation uh, jersey on there right now. Fifty uh, sevens jersey from earlier this season, and then the uh, the dual Broncos jersey with the Humboldt and, and Swift Current Broncos uh, jersey from I believe that was last season eighteen nineteen. So uh, those three up for auction right now, and and the proceeds go towards uh, having frontline healthcare workers uh, in the Broncos suite for a game next season, uh, and also a hundred dollar food and uh, drink voucher for them as well. So uh, a chance to get uh, you know some limited edition Broncos jerseys, and also the money that you uh, bid on will go towards such a great cause to showing our appreciation for the people who are uh, kind of keeping us all safe and sound right now. Absolutely. So you can check the Broncos' social media presences uh, and the Bronco website for links to that uh, jersey auction. The uh, the Remax suits up jerseys, the Broncos strong jerseys, and the special
special Swift Current 57s themed jerseys. It's three separate auctions and proceeds uh, going towards a thank you night for frontline healthcare workers. So visit the Bronco website for that. All right, in just a moment, uh, Swift Current Bronco head coach and director of hockey operations, Dean Brockman, joins us. We'll talk yesterday's WHL Bantam Draft on Broncos This Week. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Broncos This Week podcast presented by Original 16. We are joined on the phone by Swift Current Broncos head coach and director of hockey operations, Dean Brockman, following the 2020 WHL Bantam draft. Uh, Dean, I think every team is always pretty excited following the draft, but really sounds like uh, you and your group are, are pretty ecstatic about the players you were able to add. Yeah, no, we are. Uh, we're, we're excited. I think, uh, you know, we still have to remember these guys are 14 and, and 15 years old and uh, you know, it takes time for them to develop and, you know, in their own ways. But, uh, you know, for the uh, all purpose and intent of the draft was, uh, you know, we got a lot of things that we like in it. And, uh, you know, hopefully we can continue down the path to reset this thing. Yeah, you know, from a behind the scenes perspective, I mean, uh, you know, obviously being a Saskatchewan based team, th- this was a draft that, that really, really seemed to be well stocked with talent from the 306, eh? Yeah, you know what? Uh, there was a lot of depth to it. I think, uh, you know, there was uh, some, you know, really sneaky good players in the draft. I mean, you look at the first round and uh, you just go through every round. You could have taken someone. And, uh, yeah, that's it's great for 306. I, I can tell you, uh, you know, a lot of times we take a backseat to the bigger provinces. And, uh, you know what? Uh, this year was really good. And it's it's great to see. Well, we can start off with uh, the first pick, which was uh, from Saskatchewan, uh, Brady Burney out of Regina. The numbers are just ridiculous, over four points a game he averaged this year. So uh, numbers are only part of the story, but it's obvious that he is a very offensively talented player. Yeah, very talented, uh, very creative, uh, tremendous amount of upside. Uh, You know, Brady's well-spoken. He's a a pretty enthusiastic young player and... uh, we were really excited to get him. I, I was starting to get a little bit nervous towards the end of the first round, and uh, we obviously had a backup plan. But, you know, Brady going in uh, was someone that I wanted to speak with and, and talk with on a regular basis. And the more we got comfortable with each other, uh, the more it made sense for myself and our staff. Uh, you know, just a, a brilliant young player and, uh, you know, has a tremendous future for sure. You know, going behind the scenes on draft day, uh, it, it's always fascinating to to hear the stories afterwards. W- was there any talk of you know maybe trying to to move up in the draft, just given the amount of depth, or, or are you happy with the way things shook out with the guy you got at twenty one? Well, no, we were very happy with who we got at twenty one. You know, no doubt about it. Uh, you're, you you know, throughout the whole draft, uh, obviously a little bit of a different experience when you're doing it from your home. Uh, compared to you know how it is or how it was uh, when you can go over to a table and and maybe manipulate a situation here or there uh, yeah the phone uh, fingers are sore from texting and ears are sore from calling you know obviously you're always trying to move around and you know try and get players in different spots and and get the best player you think you can and yeah there there was uh, numerous attempts made at at times um, you know towards the mid. Uh, first round, I felt that, you know, if we could get Brady, that was the guy we were going to want to go after. And all along in the back of our mind, 
Um, we were really, really happy with the pick that we got with Brady Bernie. 42nd overall, uh, you pick up Ryland Gould from uh, Headingley, Manitoba, was the captain of his Winnipeg Monarchs team this year, finished fourth in uh, league scoring for the Winnipeg Bantam League. So a guy who's got those leadership qualities, uh, but is also a very offensive player. Yeah, you know what? Uh, these two guys together are going to make some uh, uh, really nice plays together, you know. Uh, you know, Ryland again, uh, you know, ticked off a lot of the, you know, the boxes that we needed. You know, he's pretty dynamic. Uh, we liked all of his answers throughout the interview process. When I had a chance to speak with him on Sunday, uh, you know, he expressed his interest to help bring the Swift Current Broncos back to where they belong. And there were so many good answers. And, and just even as, you know, play on the ice, uh, you'll love watching him. You know, he elevated in the playoffs. Uh, I think they were down in a game by three or four goals. And, you know, Ryland ended up scoring the overtime winner. So, yeah, there's a lot to like about Ryland, and uh, he'll be a real good player. Really curious to hear about your third pick in the draft, another second rounder that you took two picks later, 44th overall. Big young D-man named Grayson Berzinski. What can you tell us about him? Yeah, Grayson was a dual-sport athlete. Uh, he's actually a volleyball player, uh, you know, who when he told us he was committed uh, to being a hockey player. We felt it was a no-brainer. You know, Grayson, you know, with being a volleyball player, you have to have good hands and good coordination and a lot of things and good feet. Um, you know, we just thought there was so much tremendous ice upside with Grayson. And, and to have his size, uh, we, we were a little concerned that we weren't going to get the players, uh, you know, towards the mid-second round that maybe uh, were available to us. Uh, but Grayson kind of came to us and, he was uh, one of the players that we had coveted throughout the whole year. And it's one thing to have the size of, you know, 6'3 or 6'4 as a defenseman, and it's another thing to have the offensive capabilities as a defenseman, but he seems to be one of those guys who has pretty much everything that can make him a defenseman that can really uh, be a complete difference maker from the back end. Yeah, he's got a lot of tools, uh, there's no doubt. And, uh, you know, we also like his intelligence. Uh, you know, it was, it was really great speaking with him on the phone. I thought... Uh, you know, he always got nervous, and uh, I take that in a in a really good way. He has a lot of respect for people, and uh, you can tell his parents brought him up the right way. Yeah, uh, a lot of Manitoba flavor in the in the draft this year for the Swift Current Broncos. Your next pick after that, uh, defenseman Liam Saxberg out of Winnipeg. Yeah, there's a lot to like about Liam, and yeah, we uh, it's just kind of how it happened. Uh, you know, you certainly peg guys in certain situations, and. Uh, you know, when you're always trying to move around with the number of picks that we had, uh, you know, Liam was there for us. Uh, you know, I, I really like Liam. He's got a lot of offense to his game, you know, plays with a lot of, uh, a lot of confidence. And, uh, yeah, he was a defenseman in Pee Wee. His first year Bantam, he was a forward. Then he moved back. And, uh, you know, he was kind of one of those players that as the season went along, he just trended upwards. And, you know, there's a lot to like about Liam. He's, uh, He's going to put up some pretty good numbers as well as a, you know as an offensive defenseman, and yeah, we felt really really comfortable with him. You know, he's well spoken, and uh, you know his family is is a great family as well. Third uh, pick in a row, you grab a defenseman. This one out of Saskatchewan, and uh, about as close as you can get to Swift Current without actually being in Swift Current. Nolan Stevenson of Shonovan played for the Notre Dame uh, Hounds Bantam team. Another one of those defensemen who's got a bit of size and a guy who maybe self-admittedly plays a bit more of a defensive role. Yeah, with all with all three guys, we thought their upside was was tremendous. And uh, when you're trying to predict someone down the road. 
um, you know, sometimes those five or six, uh, you know, five, six guys or five, seven guys, especially on the back end, uh, you know, you have to hope that they grow. Well, these three guys have the size and the structure to play already. And that was something that was attractive. And with, with Nolan, uh, you know, I've said this many times, I think uh, he's going to be a real good player. I think uh, his demeanor makes him a leader right away. I uh, was very impressed with the way he carried himself in the rink. He was always uh, very pleasant, pleasant and uh, always said hello, but his on ice really did the speaking. I think, uh, you know, he, you know, he kept a very confident game, made some really good decisions. Uh, anytime I watched him, I knew there was going to be a tremendous, uh, you know, upside to him you know, on the family too. I mean, when you look at Travis, he, he played in the league, he's played hockey, he understands the game. Uh, you know, it's just, a, it was a great fit for us. Uh, you know, another great family, uh, you know, joining the Broncos. You go to Saskatoon for your next pick and, uh, it looks like a kid that's capable of putting the puck in the net, Tyson Uremko, uh, a forward. Yeah. You know what, uh, when we kind of looked at the rest of the draft, uh, this was one player, uh, you know, that we thought, uh, you know, still had that potential to score and, and play in our league. I think, with Tyson, uh, you know, he scored a lot of goals, a lot of big goals, a lot of playoff goals, you know, in key situations, uh, you know, just really elevated his game last year. And I, I think really he's just at the beginning of it. And, and for Tyson fans, we'll get to see him right away. I understand they've committed to, to the Legionnaires there. So everybody will get a good taste of him. He can score goals. And uh, you know what? Uh, he's pretty rough or raw yet, but I think there's a player that's going to, score some goals in the Western Hockey League. Now, heading into the draft, uh, you did hold the 87th overall pick. Uh, that was then traded to the Everett Silvertips in exchange for uh, Carter Hallamanderis, who's an 03-born forward. Uh, how did that deal kind of come together, and, and what is it about him that made you uh, want to trade a fourth-round pick for him? Well, having those four fourths, we felt like we needed to, to spend one of them to, to try and get an 03 age group player, and uh, that's really tough because... Uh, those players are all signed or, or on their way to playing with their hockey clubs or have played. And uh, when Carter became available a couple of weeks ago, uh, you know, we were intrigued by him. And, uh, you know, Carter's really excited to be a Bronco. But when I say that, uh, here's a guy that's, uh, you know, another Manitoba connection, you know, played with Sam Court. Uh, not that that really mattered, but, you know, here's a player that's going to come in, can score goals. He knows his deficiencies. He really knows who he is as a player. And, and that's what's impressive to us. Uh, you know, he's going to come in and try and earn himself a spot. And, uh, you know, Bronco fans will get to see him, uh, you know, right away in training camp and throw out exhibition games for sure. Yeah, and, and with that busy fourth round that you just alluded to, you go to uh, the big city of Willow Bunch, Saskatchewan, to get uh, forward Van Ager. Uh, what can you tell us about him? Yeah, Van, uh, well, me and Van can talk about farming because they come <laughs> from a farming background, uh, which is fantastic. Uh, yeah, Van, uh, you really have to appreciate Van for who he is as a person and as a player. He's just really hard-nosed, uh, plays the game hard and, and tough. It's, uh, you know, one of those farm boys that uh, we just really couldn't pass on. He carries himself as a, you know, a real fine young man. You know, he does a lot of good things off the ice, but on the ice, uh, it's totally the opposite. Uh, he plays the game hard. He plays it both ways. Uh, he's a physical guy. He, you know, he's going to be a big body. And uh, you know what? Uh, we were really, really pleased to get Van in, in number 88. Well, and much like uh, Ryland Gould, he was also the captain of his team as well. So has those leadership capabilities uh, that can complement uh, anything else he can do on the ice. 
Yeah, for sure. You know, his, uh, his coaches and his, you know, and his teachers said nothing but great things about Van and, uh, you know, had the respect of the room and, uh, you know, and I went talking with Nolan earlier, uh, you know, he spoke very highly of Van and it's kind of great to have that connection between Van and Nolan. I think, uh, you know, it puts them a little bit at ease coming into camp, knowing someone for sure. Connor Gabriel, the very next pick after you took uh, Van Egger, uh, another forward. Talk about uh, talk about Gabriel. Yeah, you know what, Connor is, uh, you know, really an, an intriguing prospect. I think uh, again, one of those players that trended up throughout the whole year. Um, you know, I think he's going to be a player that's uh, going to surprise a few people. Uh, you know, he's got tremendous upside. He's going to be a big guy. Uh, he's already grown. You know, he's got good touch everywhere. You know, he's scored some goals, some big goals. Seems to elevate his game in big games. And, uh, you know, I can't say that enough when players can elevate. Uh, you know, it's pretty exciting. Uh, you know, I think, uh, you know, with Connor, he comes from a great family. They've been, uh, you know, when we got the, the opportunity to talk to them, uh, you know, it was just a great fit for us. The uh, next pick in the fifth round, uh, the only, not only the only goaltender he drafted, but the only player from outside of the Prairies, uh, Joey, Joey Roca, goaltender from Nanaimo, British Columbia. Bit tough to find some information on this young man on the internet. Uh, what was it about him that made you want to pick him up in the fifth round? Yeah, you know what, uh, Joey is, uh, wasn't seen by a lot of people. Our, uh, you know, Kerry, our, our BC scout, did a great job in finding him. Uh, you know, I think with him, you know, when we talked about him and watched some video on him, obviously I didn't get to see him, but uh, Gary was pushing him a lot earlier in the draft, and I can see why. He was a big body, you know, a well-spoken young man. He has the potential to be 6'3", 6'4", and potentially even 6'5". And then when we kind of got a connection that uh, the potential for him to play in, in Notre Dame, you know, with the, or with the Hounds uh, this fall, uh, we started to investigate a little bit more. And, uh, you know, with Joey, uh, there's a lot of potential there. He's a big guy. He's pretty calm and poised in the net. Uh, the upside for him is is tremendous. And uh, we just didn't feel that, you know, in this year's draft, uh, the goaltending was as good as, as in previous years. And when you can uh, land a player like that in number five, uh, uh, you know, 109th overall, uh, you know, Joey was uh, was certainly a great fit for that pick. Your next pick after that, uh, you take a kid from a great hockey community in Flin Flon, a young man by the name of uh, Joey Lees that looks like he can put the puck in the net too. Yeah, you know what? Here's a big guy. He's a pretty sick man. Uh, you know, he's, he's got some work to do, but uh, you know what? Uh, Flin Flon's been known for, uh, you know, they're great hockey and they're great players. So, you know, to get a player, you know, of his caliber, uh, you know, with that 133rd pick, there's a lot to like. Uh, he's going to be a bigger guy with, a, you know, with a big frame. You know, I think he's got the potential to score goals. Obviously, there's some things that he needs to work on, and he's fully aware of them, which, uh, you know, I think is, is really important. Uh, you know, from talking with them, they're going to go to the rank academy next year. And, you know, for us, I think that's a great fit for him because, uh you know, he's going to improve and continue to get better. And, uh, you know, if there's going to be a, a you know, a, a room jokester, I think it's going to be Joey. He's got a great personality. He loves to play the game. Uh, he was ecstatic when he got picked. Uh, you know, talking to the mom on the phone, uh, she was holding back tears. Uh, they were certainly appreciated of, uh, of all the conversations we had with them, you know, up to the draft. And, 
Again, when you can get a player with that upside, uh, we were pretty happy. Well, and just another note uh, on Lee's, uh, you have to take a little bit of a closer look at his his numbers because he scored 42 points in both of his Bantam years, but you look at his team this past year, and he was really the only guy who was driving the offense this year. Yeah, you know what, they had a, a, you know, a, a, a tough team there where Joey played, but uh, you know that, that's the impressive thing about Joey was uh, when we had spoke with him, and even you know when I spoke with him yesterday, it really wasn't about how the team affected his play. He talked about where he needed to be better. And uh, you can certainly appreciate that because, uh, you know, when you're playing on a tough team and, and some of our guys or all of our guys have experienced that and, and to be able to elevate and, and look in the mirror, uh, you know, that's a great quality to have. Your last pick in the 10th round, uh, sometimes those late-round picks can be a bit of a flyers, but in 2019, your your last pick was uh, a defenseman who you've now signed and really have the, the belief that he can be a legitimate player. So hoping that Brandon Funk here can be the same thing in, in the 10th round. Yeah, that's, uh, Brandon Funk is going to be uh, fun to watch throughout camp. He's just, he just works and works and works and works, and uh, you know he's a pretty intense player. You know, I love the fact that when he called him yesterday and he said, you won't regret it, it'll make you guys look smart. Uh, that's the kind of attitude you you want in a 10th round pick. And uh, we were getting a little nervous. We didn't have picks uh, in eight and nine. Uh, you know, we had to give them away previously to have players on our present lineup. But, you know, Brandon, there's a lot to like about him. Uh, you know, unfortunately for me, I didn't get to watch him play last year. But, you know, our scouting staff identified a guy that plays hard and is in your face and, He's really confident, and, uh, you know, as a 10th rounder, he wants to make that, uh, you know, one of our best picks. So I can appreciate that attitude, and I look forward to watching him. Now, as of uh, right now, I've been able to, to catch up with the first eight picks uh, so far in the draft, and, and obviously there's the recruiting process that goes on, but it really sounds like every single one of these guys is is really interested in, and wanting to be a part of the Swift Current Broncos. Yeah, you know what, that uh, comes into play, uh, you know, especially – uh, you know, for us uh, geographically. And, you know, I think that was something that we wanted to make sure. Uh, I guess, uh, you know, if there's a positive about, uh, you know, the times that we're in is you can spend a lot of time on the phone. People are uh, that have the time now and you can educate them a little bit more. Uh, it, it would have been great to have uh, face-to-face meetings. Uh, but in saying that, uh, you get to know people on the phone. They've got time. You can appreciate what they're going through and these certain these uncertain times. So, yeah, I, you know what? Uh, I, I feel very confident about the group. I think, uh, you know, a lot of them uh, knew a lot about the Swift Current Broncos, uh, you know, the rich history that it has, the passionate fans that comes with it. Uh, you know, they're excited to be a part of the reset. Uh, there was a lot of qualities in some of these players and all of them, I should say, Uh, you know, that made the choices that we made yesterday, uh, you know, seem to be like rewarding. Uh, However, we know uh, there's a long ways to go for a lot of these players. Uh, They're, you know, they're young and uh, they've got a lot of development. um, But I was really proud of the scouting staff. Uh, We've worked through uh, some, uh, you know, ups and downs throughout our schedule and and times. And, uh, you know, they put in a lot of hard work. So, they deserve the credit for it. Uh, I just happen to be the guy on the air today. <laughs> uh, you know, Dean, uh, all things considered, looking at uh, you know our current roster and our, our current 50-person list and, and the guys that you made yesterday, uh, factoring all that in, you know, how do you feel about where we are right now as an organization? Yeah, no, it's exciting. I think it's, uh, 
you know, it's a really exciting time once we get these players uh, that we drafted, not only last year, because we have, we have to give those guys a lot of love, too. We can't forget about them. Uh, they were the initial draft uh, when I came into play. There's a lot of really good hockey players that we're going to continue to to sign. We thought we complimented them very well this draft. Um, yeah, you know what? We have a lot of work to do. we got a lot of these guys that we have to get signed. Uh, we still have little fours that we'd love to sign. Um, you know, we, we feel good about where we're at. We understand that we're a long ways from where we want to be. And, uh, you know, certainly that's uh, filling that building and, and making sure the IPlex is rocking on a, you know, a nightly basis, not just once, uh, once a month. So, um, yeah, you know what, uh, it's a good day. It's, uh, it's a new day. You know, we feel we're a better, better team today than we were yesterday before the draft. So we just got to continue to work and realize where we're at, uh, we, we still got a long ways to go before we reach home plate, but in the same breath, you know, we probably hit a double right now and have to get it to a triple next. Well, you said, uh, you mentioned how there's some 04s you'd like to sign. You've got four of the 10 picks from last year signed now with uh, Owen Pickering signing. I think it was last week. And it's almost a domino effect sometimes because, the, you know, some of the other prospects can see players that you've now brought into the organization following a new draft, and it makes them a little more interested in becoming part of it as well. Yeah, no, that's so right, Craig. I think, uh, you know, and that's, uh, you know, that's the pieces of the puzzle that you have to put together uh, when you go through your depth chart. And we got a lot of really good players last year. And, uh, you know, we thought this was a compliment, like I said, to, to last year's draft. And, yeah, you know, those guys, uh, you know, obviously can see the direction that we're going. I think when you're only talking about one draft, uh, now you can double the talk a little bit and, and say, here's a drop from last year. Here's some of the players. Uh, you know, this is where we're kind of trending. You can kind of formulate a little bit of a team now, you know, of the future. Uh, all those things are very positive things. And, you know, we had a lot of great remarks from our 0-4s. They, they were excited about the players that we got. And, yeah, we're excited uh, for sure. We have to keep things in check a little bit and, until some of these guys sign. But, uh like I said, you can kind of formulate a roster from a few years from now, so that's exciting. An exciting day yesterday, Dean. Uh, thanks for doing this, and uh, looking forward to hopefully uh, seeing some of these kids commit to the program in the coming weeks. Yeah, you know what? Uh, absolutely. Yeah, that's uh, that's our process right now, and as times change throughout our world, uh, you know, I understand things are going to open up a little bit, and uh, yeah, that's exciting for everyone. We want to make sure that our Bronco fans are are hearing things about us, you know, not only on a, you know, daily basis, but, you know, throughout, uh, you know, these tough times. And uh, we owe it to our passionate fans. We owe it to the city of Swift Current to continue to work hard. It's time to go down the pipeline, presented by Crescent Point. Davies scores a hat trick for Josh Davies. Will we take a look at the next generation of Swift Current Broncos. Joined on the phone now by Swift Current Broncos 2020, 21st overall pick in the WHL Bantam Draft, Brady Burney out of Regina, Saskatchewan. Uh, Brady, huge congratulations to you. Uh, just kind of wondering what your immediate reaction is. Well, it was, it was pretty speechless. Like, I was, it, we were actually delayed on our thing, and we seen the pick pop up, and we were so excited, and then we heard it come, and then we got the call, and words can't even describe how awesome the feeling was, and then looking around, everyone so proud of you. It was great. Yeah, I mean, who are you Who are you sharing this moment with? Uh, you said you're kind of watching there with some family, I'm guessing? Yeah, I had my mom and dad here with my sisters and my brother, and then I had my grandparents on, on a call. So, And then I had a bunch of family watching, and they texted me afterwards. 
So you played for the Regina Monarchs uh, Bantam program last season. Uh, the numbers are, are incredible. Uh, over four points per game you averaged. Uh, just kind of wondering, uh, it looks like you're pretty much a guy who can both score and dish the puck. Uh, what kind of player do you think you are? I think I'm definitely a playmaker. Um, but I know that when you get higher level hockey, defensive zone matters. So, I mean, I'd rather have a high plus minus than high points. But I think I'm a playmaker. So, like, I can make a play or I can get the puck out of the zone. I think I'm a playmaker in both zones. So I can chip it out of the zone or I can give a guy a pass on a two-on-one through a stick. Now you'll certainly be making that jump to uh, the midget level next, next season, I would imagine. Uh, what are you hoping to accomplish uh, moving up to, to the midget level? Yeah, so I signed with the midget AAA Pack Canadians. So I'll be playing there next year, and I hope to just have a great season, and they're a great team for development, so I hope to just develop all my skills a bunch. Now, being a part of the Swift Current Broncos organization now, just kind of wondering uh, how much you know uh, about the the Broncos uh, as of this moment. I know a bit about them. Like, they have a team in our league, so I like know their jerseys and stuff. I've been to the arena, I've watched a game, but I don't know over much or too much about the franchise. Now, when you look a couple of years down the line, uh, potentially playing in the Western Hockey League for the Swift Current Broncos, uh, what kind of player do you think you would want to be for this team? I think I'd want to be, like, um, one of our top playmakers and point getters like helping the team offensively really well would be my goal for them okay well brady hey i appreciate you taking my call immediately after the draft congratulations mm-hmm. once again and uh, welcome thank to the you. swift current broncos thank you joined on the phone now by swift current broncos 42nd overall pick in the 2020 whl bantam draft rylan gould rylan uh, i gotta ask what the immediate reaction was i would imagine you were sitting there watching with your family uh, how did you feel when you saw your name pop up uh, yeah, I was uh, I was truly ecstatic. Honestly, talking to Swift Current throughout the season, it was uh, I was very excited to be picked by the Swift Current Broncos, and I'm super excited to be a part of the organization. But um, I don't think words can describe how happy I am right now. Uh, it was uh, it was a true like it was true happiness coming out of my uh, my body there, and honestly. I'm, I couldn't be happier to be a Bronco. Who uh, who were you sharing that moment with? I would imagine you were sitting there watching with your family. Yeah, uh, I was with my brother and uh, my two parents, and um, yeah, it was it was a really cool moment for sure to share with them. Watching it on the computer, it was uh, it was an awesome time. Now, did you did you have any idea sort of where you might go in the draft? I mean, when you saw Swift Current coming up at forty two, did you think that might be where you end up, you would end up? Well, looking through how kind of everything came up with uh, the three uh, Manitoba forwards going in front of me, being uh, Hanson, Dubé, and uh, Perron, I had a feeling, even talking with Swift um, a bit before, and I I felt good about it, and my name popped up, and uh, I was really excited. You mentioned you talked to the Broncos a couple of times, uh, I mean, not only leading up to the draft, but even throughout the season. Uh, what were those conversations like? I mean, were there sort of uh, some similar themes that they would kind of talk to you about each time they would talk to you? Uh, well, I, I got a couple of calls from them, and it was just, uh, would you would you like to be a Bronco? And, um, I mean, what, what are, I would love to be a Bronco, of course, right? So I would just have to be honest with them and, uh, at the end of the day, just be myself because they would, um, when they called me, they would just ask uh, how, like, how is everything going? They're really uh, nice with the uh, the human life, like out of hockey, with how school is going and everything. So, um, yeah, I felt kind of at home every time Swift Current called. So, yeah, it was good. 
Well, let's uh, let's take a look at your season here. I mean, 86 points. Uh, you finished fourth in the, in the Winnipeg Bantam League in scoring. Uh, it's easy to say that you're an offensive kind of player, but is there one sort of role you think that really fits your game really well? Um, well, besides all that, uh, of course, I like having fun, but I think it's my work ethic. I, I'm always trying to be first on the pucks, and I'll be physical as well. So, uh, yeah, the points will come, but uh, I like getting my teammates involved. So, yeah. And uh, am I right in thinking you were you were the captain for your team this past year, weren't you? Yes, I was. So what do you think it is about you that uh, the current coaching staff you had there uh, that they wanted to put the C on, on your jersey for this season? Uh, well, I mean, uh, like my coaches or the Swift current coaches? The, yeah, your coaches with uh, with the Monarchs. Oh, um, well, I, I'm, I'm a vocal guy. So in the room, I'm always trying to stay positive and help the boys out and then also in practices I like to lead by example with my work ethic and um, doing the drills at a high high speed and high intensity um, I also try to be as classy as possible on and off the ice of course sometimes my emotions will get the best of me but um yeah I I think that's the reason and uh, I couldn't be more happy uh, well- play for the Mars this season and to be a Bronco. Well, yeah, and I, and I got to wonder, because you were drafted at 42nd, and then I'm sure as you were kind of celebrating and enjoying the moment, you see the page refresh, and, and your teammate Grayson Brzezinski goes two picks later to the Broncos as well. Must be really cool knowing that you guys could potentially be teammates uh, with the Broncos down the line as well. Yes, uh, I was I was celebrating with my family, uh, giving them hugs, and then I look up and I see Grayson, and Grayson's one of my really good buddies, so that was uh, that was really cool. Just uh, seeing his name out there, knowing that um, if in the future we both make the team, I'll have a friend out there. So, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. And I think Grayson will be very valuable, um, a very valuable asset to the Swift Current Broncos in the future as well. Yeah, and the Broncos picked five players uh, from Manitoba this year. Uh, do you Are you familiar with uh, any of the other guys that they picked up this season? Yeah, I'm actually uh, I'm familiar with, all of them, honestly, I played. Uh, I played spring with Liam. I played on Grayson's team. Um, I played on a director's cup team with Joey Lodge and uh, Brandon. I played on another director's cup team with him too. So, uh, yeah, I'm pretty familiar with all of them. They're all really good guys. All right. Well, hey, Roland, I think that was about everything I had for you. So, thanks a lot for taking my call, and uh, congratulations once again on the draft. Yeah, thank you for uh, calling me. I really appreciate it. You're listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16, the official beer of the Swift Current Broncos. Broncos This Week, brought to you by Original 16, the Bantam Draft Edition. Nice to hear from two of our new prospects in Braden Burney and Ryland Gould, and Dean Brockman sounding optimistic after yesterday's festivities. Yeah, sounds like they're they're really happy with uh, you know every single player they were able to get, and then really believe in the the potential that all these guys bring to um, you know be Swift Current Broncos down the line and and be impact players here. So really can't wait for for training camp and uh, getting a, a firsthand look at all these guys. Yeah, there's certainly some excitement now as we enter the next phase of uh, what Dean likes to call the reset and very much looking forward to August, hopefully August with everything. But that'll do it for another edition of Broncos this week. If uh, if you have some downtime, and many of us do, uh, make sure and point your web browser towards the Bronco website and uh, bid on some of those special edition jerseys with proceeds going towards a night in the Broncos suite for frontline healthcare workers. So check those out. We got the Broncos Remax Suits Up jersey, the 57s jersey, 
and uh, last year's Bronco Strong jerseys as well, up for auction to support a night out for our healthcare workers next season at some point during the 2020-21 season. All right, that'll do it. Another edition of Broncos This Week. You've been listening to Broncos This Week, presented by Original 16.